You are now listening. Okay, look, I'll put it like this. To the Game On Sports Podcast. Okay, you know what? With Jackie Ray and Timmy B. So what's the plan? What's the end? All right, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, J. Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. Half a day here in the CNMI. Yes, half a day, half a day. Welcome, welcome. Yes, and don't forget you can follow us on all things social media. You can follow me everywhere at J. Ray the Fanatic and online at J. Ray the Fanatic. You can follow Timmy B at... Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Timmy B. And don't, y'all. don't forget, y'all, if you guys don't know, I'm clear out here in the CNMI, so I am literally almost a day ahead um, of Timmy yeah, in Los Angeles. Yeah. So we are making yeah, I, this I happen for the, you. <laughs> <laughs> I seen the clock. I seen the clock today and it is uh, about what, 10 in the morning over there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. And it's the next day. Yeah. 10 in the morning, the next day. I'm yeah. on Wednesday. She mm-hmm. on Thursday. Thursday. So crazy, crazy, mm. crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. also, um, funny, fun fact. Um, we had an earthquake yesterday here in the CNMI. Really? And here's the funny thing about mm. earthquakes. This is when, because you know, I'm originally born in Denver, but you know, I call LA mm. home. But here's how you know you're from LA because the earth starts moving, right? And so I was like, hmm, let me see how this is going to go. So I just kind of stayed right. in my seat and, you know, didn't really do too too much i was i was researching stats for the podcast you know and so then mm-hmm. all of a sudden people i hear is oh my god earthquake 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 and i was like are y'all, y'all oh, for wow. real are y'all for real the earthquake did mm-hmm. last about 60 to 90 seconds so it wasn't a short earthquake but if you're from okay. la you know it was one of those wave earthquakes where it's just slowly side to Ooh. side oh man those are the ones that freak me out the most because are you serious you, you can feel the you can feel those the most because you can see things swaying in the <laughs> ceiling, and if you, especially if you have chandeliers <laughs> or something that's hanging from a, a ceiling. Yeah, that's scary. So okay, you know so that maybe, you're moving and rocking. Maybe it's <laughs> because the ones that scare me are the ones that are fast. I'm like, those scare me because I feel like those can escalate. The ones that are just wavy, wavy, I feel like it's kind of like Rastafarian, like, yeah, man, we just ride in the wave. You know Yeah, we just ride in the wave. Okay. I mean, I mean, I guess it's different for me. I mean, when I feel the jolt, I'm like, I'm like, okay, oh shoot, like, okay, we in an earthquake. But I'm, I don't, I don't get as scary as I do when you feeling like you rocking and rolling. It's like it, it just something for me when I see something swaying from back and forth from a chandelier or from a ceiling. I'm like, all right, yeah, um, I, I, that's not good for me. Okay, so to all my, moving. to all my coworkers <laughs> that I looked at y'all like you was crazy. Like, come on, we're just swaying. <laughs> Folks in LA don't even get stressed about a swaying earthquake. Yeah. Clearly, I lied because Timmy B uh, does. So <laughs> that's my bad. I take it back. <laughs> uh-huh. But Timmy, you told me you were, just, yeah. you were watching a fight or something this weekend that kind of went weird. Yeah. Tell me what happened now. Yeah, before uh, before the weekend started, there was a uh, fight uh, on Friday called the uh, Premier Boxing Champions on Fox 11. And um, it was a uh, heavyweight bout between Charles Harper. And F.A. Ajokbe, I think I want to say his name is, a Nigerian guy. Okay. And um, it was his first, it was his debut. It was his debut, mind you. Uh, F.A.'s, that was his debut. Charles Harper was the guy that was been an amateur for a while. So Mm -hmm. um, they walk out, they both go out there, you know, and they present themselves and they ready to fight gloves and ready, you know. Referee hasn't touched gloves. They Mm -hmm. go back to their corners. The Mm -hmm. first round is about to start. The bell rings, Charles Harper gets up and walks out of the ring and just 
Like it's nothing. Just walks out like, oh, I'm not. I'm about to buy. I change my mind. So what? And then that, that's supposed to. That's most the bizarre. That's the most bizarre thing that's ever happened in. So, th- so wait. So they didn't. He didn't come back. They just didn't fight at all. No, they did not fight at all. Like he, old boy, just walked out, and it was in protest. It was said that uh, the contract that Charles Harper's uh, supposedly was supposed was supposedly had signed. He felt he wasn't getting enough money to fight this guy. Because um, if you go go back to the clip, and if you see the clip on YouTube. That dude, F.A., is pretty big. Mm-hmm. You know, he, his name is I'll say Efe. Mm-hmm. He's pretty big. That's a big Nigerian dude. And, mm-hmm. you know, his first fight. So uh, Charles had another change of heart and was like, okay, yeah, uh, I'm not about to get hit by this dude. His money's not worth <laughs> enough. <laughs> he walked out. And I was like, that's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I wonder I wonder how the contract is worded. I wonder if if it's worded in a way that if he shows up in the ring, that he still gets a percentage. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just not show up at all? Why would you go into the ring? Uh, I'd be curious well, to see how yeah, his contract is true. worded. Um, well, it's reported it's reported that he didn't even get paid. So he's not going to so get paid so for that's, anything. That's dumb. Then just call it, you know what I mean? But I ain't mad yeah, at him, I though, because I could see that, too. I could see walking out and be like, oh, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to take this money. And then getting in that ring and actually seeing that dude and being like, I'm not finna get hit for this. Nope. Not. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, he, he clearly <laughs> wasn't about that life. Clearly wasn't about that life because he's seen all four. I mean, but the thing about it is, is that as soon as you would see him, like, you would make your decision right then. Like, why would you wait for the bell to ring? Right. Yeah, I don't you know, know. what I mean? That's it's crazy. like, you know, so yeah, that's, a, but yeah, man, that was, that was something funny. I wonder, I wonder if he's kind of tanked his career with this one. It's going to be funny. We're going to have to follow that one. Yeah. And see yeah, what's going I mean, on. He may not even get called for no fights ever again. If that right. Now, speaking of contracts, though, um, I, you know, Mm -hmm. I throw a lot of shade at Mr. Odell Beckham Jr., not because of his talent, but because I think he's somewhat Mm -hmm. of a crybaby. So if you ever if you have a minute, you want to go back and you want to look at our videos of me talking about Odell. The shade is (laughs) real. I I keep my umbrella prepared (laughs) just for Mr. Mm -hmm. Odell because I throw mad shade. So it's really yeah. ironic for me to be able to say these words and genuinely mean them. I am so happy for him and this contract. He is now the highest paid uh, wide receiver in the NFL. Okay. He signed a $90 million contract. Um, I believe uh-huh. $60 million yeah. of it is guaranteed, guaranteed. you guys. So yeah. He, yeah, he's getting- he is paid and here's the other thing the people who are making less than him are russell wilson um ben roethlisberger and his quarterback mm-hmm. eli manning obviously and phillips rivers mm-hmm. and julio jones so that kind of puts it in perspective for those of you who are kind of mad at odell's contract i kind of understand because come on well what about antonio brown's contract that's one person that you left out that yeah, antonio like, brown you know, is making less too tier. but nonetheless um, he is currently the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. How do you feel uh-huh. about that, Timmy B? Well, um, first off, I do want to say congratulations to Odell. You know, he's he's the highest paid wide receiver. Hats off to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 gonna be uh, uh, biased on this one just because for the uh, simple fact that his his productivity is and his stats are a little sketchy. If you see that uh, that what he's done over the years. I mean, don't get me wrong. Odell is the guy, you know, he's that wide receiver for the team. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the guy that Eli pretty much throws to all the time. So, um, 
my my thing, my concern I have is this, you know, his injuries and, you know, um, you know, Byron spews his setbacks, you know, and then uh, his playoff productivity against the Packers that, that year where he drops a few passes and, you know, a few touchdowns, you know, it it doesn't it doesn't hold enough, uh, you know, weight to me, you know, if you think about the things that Julio Jones does for his team, things that Antonio Brown and, you know, A.J. Green does for their team, I mean, I, I can see, you know, where, where Odell can get this money because of, of the productivity, but you know what happens when they get the bag, you know, they, they productivity goes down, you know, like right. they forget about, you know, what their talents were. So, right. I mean, I, I'm just going to go out and say, you know, let's see what this productivity is for this season. Let's see him mm-hmm. earn this bag because mm-hmm. of, you know, of, of the simple fact of the examples of the other receivers that we've seen, right. you know, Dez, Dez Bryant, Bryant being one of them, you <laughs> yeah. know, the, the, the productivity yeah. went down and, you know, um, a whole lot of things, you know, went into play with that, but that's another another topic and subject. So, Shouts out to Odell, man. I, I I really I really think you know he deserves the bag because of the situation it. that he's yes. in right now, yes. you know, and you know being that it's time for him to get the bag. So I mean, what what better chance to get it right than right now? And then you coming back and having you know one of your healthiest seasons because you, you've pretty much seen and you've shown everyone that you are ready to come back. You know, you sat out. In off season, you were ready to come back when you when you had your uh you know you had your time to come back. So, you know, I'm, I'm gonna see what he does. I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna have good stats this year, and he might be in a running for comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hot take. My my concern <laughs> about Odell is the same concern that I have about Dez, and well, had about Dez because now that he's no longer with the Cowboys, but Eli, you know, I keep my other umbrella for Eli. I throw mad shade at Eli. And I think Eli, unlike Odell (laughs) deserves all of it. um, (laughs) um, Because I am, I'm still, and I, you know, I've had a couple of New York giants fans who have argued this point with me, but I'm still going to say it. Like Eli is not, in my opinion, a good quarterback. He is serviceable. So my, He, I mean, we have to be honest and say he's thrown some really lucky passes. He's, he has had some receivers that have made him look good. Um, and I think that that's why you have to pay Odell because the reality has to set in and you have to say, okay, Odell literally has a whole Instagram of him catching passes that he'll never have to catch unless he's working with Eli. You know what I mean? Like he might have (laughs) to run out into the parking lot and jump over a car just to catch a pass from Eli. (laughs) You know what I mean? For the touchdown. For the touchdown. (laughs) Or for for, for, for a first first down. down. So, yeah. Okay. So I did that. He, I did you that. know, I I think okay. that you have to kind of own that to a little to a little extent. You have to say that mm-hmm. who who are we going to put in this system who will continue to make Eli look good? So I think the Giants did the right, right. thing. I think that I think right. he deserved it. Here's where I get a little concerned. If if Eli proves his worth as far as what I'm saying, and he has an epically mm-hmm. bad season, then that's going right. to trickle down right. to Odell. And they're going to be like, oh, they paid him this money. And he, hold up now. Mm-hmm. I can't throw the exactly. ball to myself. You know what I mean? So it's. <laughs> and it's, it happens. <laughs> yeah. It happens just like clockwork too. It's like that year when the player gets the bag, mm-hmm. somehow, some way the quarterback seems to not want to throw him the ball or, right. you know, they'll, they won't be, you know, on the same page or right. you know, something will happen to where the productivity goes down. Now, the only way I can see the productivity going down in a good way, 
is if Saquon Barkley has, you know, a phenomenal, a phenomenal season on mm-hmm. the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's another thing that I can see say, uh, with, with the Giants is they, they may be leaning on Saquon and knowing that he's the, the next rookie running back, you know, to, to be up and coming behind mm-hmm. Zeke and Le'Veon Bell and Gurley and all those guys uh, under, under that tier. So I think, um, you know, that will be the good thing about, you know, the, the part of TV going down for the team. Right, you right. Know, but for him individually, you know, it won't look good for Odell, of course, because you're saying, like you said, the quarterback has to put gotta the ball the where ball. he needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get him yeah. the ball. And then speaking of gotta mm-hmm. get him the ball, Des mm-hmm. Bryant turned down a contract from the Browns, which was less than $5 million. Now, for those of you who do follow yeah. me on social media, we got into a little bit of a, a little bit of a discussion, um, regarding, <laughs> regarding Odell. And I was very happy that, um, Sir Darius got on there with us. Um, if you guys watched mm-hmm. charmed on the WB, Sir Darius Blaine is in that series. So I was a little excited that Sir Darius chimed in on that, on that debate. However, this is what I said. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah I seen that too. This yeah, is what right. I this is what I said and this is what I mean. Y'all know I don't say nothing I don't mean. It is disrespectful to offer Des Bryant less than five million dollars. Now I said that prior to going to Sports Track and looking up um Des's contract. So I, so now I'm gonna re up mm-hmm. and say it is disrespectful mm-hmm. <laughs> to offer that yeah. man less than eight point five million because he's gonna make eight million sitting at home doing nothing. You know what is what are you really doing over there mm-hmm. in the Cleveland Browns organization where you want to owe him five mil? Now on the other hand, Des Bryant is perfectly fine. You know he says that in all of his tweets, he says I'm fine. I still got my money. I'm, I'm I'm playing. I'm sitting at home for eight mil. Mm-hmm. So you know he does. He's not hurting for any for too much money. Right. But he says he does want to play. You know he's been tweeting. You know these last few weeks. You know people been on his head. So. He's just been saying that, you know, he's waiting for the right time to play. He does have uh, a good feeling that he will be playing, you know, sometime midseason, if if not earlier than that. But um, I, I'm just I'm just gonna make this statement about about Dez is that you have to you have to uh, look at Dez's film and look at everything that he's been doing. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of things are pointed out in the in the in the media to where it makes Dez look like he's a bad route runner. It makes Dez look like, you know, he won't get on the same page with Dak Prescott. But if you look at his overall film in the seven years he's been there, that will play a huge part in signing Dez. Because a mm-hmm. lot of players and a lot of teams are going to, of course, look at his second, you know, season with Dak. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to say you're only good as your last game. So, I mean, of course, that's going to happen. But Dez Bryant has all the ta- has all the tangibles and everything that he needs to do you know, to be the receiver, the quarterback, once again, just has to get them the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's what I you know. I watched film and some things about, uh, you know, Dak Prescott and Dez last night. And I, you know, I remember I showed you that mm-hmm. film a few mm-hmm. nights ago. And uh, yeah, it's just something that people have to take, uh, players have to take consideration of and, and teams have to take consideration of when Dez is out there. Now, I do respect um, the Cowboys organization in that if you go to their YouTube page, they have this um, video of Dak Prescott and the and the headline of it says everyone thinks that Dak Prescott doesn't have a deep arm and they've created this this. It's a minute and 43 seconds. That should tell you half mm-hmm. the story right there. It's not a five minute yeah. video of him <laughs> passing the ball down the field, right. but it's a minute right. and 43 second video that makes you go, Hmm, maybe I was wrong about that. No, you're not. You're not. He, nah, he, you're he, not. <laughs> he has had some deep 
passes. Last season, he threw his longest pass was 81 yards. That don't sleep on that. An 81 mm-hmm. yard pass is phenomenal. But again, you know, like my, like my dad always says, a clock is right twice. A, you know, even a stop hey. clock is right. It's twice yeah. a day or whatever that's saying. Is. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like twice a day, your watch will work, even a if the battery is right twice a day. There it that's is, Timmy. It is. There it a is. Dead like clock is right two times a day. Two times a day. So it's like I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like I don't want to. You know, I had to go back and I had to look at his numbers and his his average pass his average pass is less than 10 yards his his accuracy is is decent 10 yards or less so once you go over that yeah. 10 yard mark now we got some issues yeah. now, now we got some issues mm-hmm. and yeah see and look that that's another subject we can get on we could have a whole Dak press conference <laughs> right? you know in the, yeah. in, the, in the next uh, few weeks of the podcast mm-hmm. we're probably going to see some things we might have to talk about it we might but, have to <laughs> yeah, but the way that Dak Prescott operates, I've seen a lot of film, and it's like if you're not open, open, like if nobody's around you, like Ha Ha David says, like oh you tripping, tripping, right? No, if you if you not open, open, he's not going to throw the ball, and yeah. it's you know it's something that he has to develop over time, and his timing has to be you know faster, and he has to get that clock you know working a little bit faster because. I'm going back to the film again. It's mm-hmm. like when Dak when Dak throws the ball, these players are like wide open, open. Wide. And when it comes to Dez, you know, when it comes to Dez, he won't look his way, or you know, he'll, he'll or he'll be, look off really, Dez, really quick. Right, look off real quick, or Dez won't even be lined up on the side where Dak is throwing. Dak, mm-hmm. Dak will be on. Uh, Dak will He's be on a decoy side on the blind side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be the blind side. So mm-hmm. you know that's another thing that Dez pointed out. Also, they were mm-hmm. lining up in the same spot for seventeen weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I <laughs> would be very interested to see how because here's the thing you kind of said in in my opinion and and I'm no longer a cowboy mm-hmm. fan so this is going to be a good right. good discussion for Timmy and I to have in yeah. my opinion you have shortened your field by getting rid of Dez and you've already said hey we're going to do Dak friendly plays which to me says when I'm defending you I need to plan for a 15 yard defense because I know you're not going any deeper than that so and when you shorten your field and now you're in a situation where your offensive line might not even be able to open it up for Zeke so you put yourself in this position that I'm trying to tell you you, you're looking at maybe what 4 and 12 season if y'all don't get it together (laughs) man I hope it doesn't go that far down in the in the in the ranks. I hope it doesn't. But um, if if that happens, I'm 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 thinking eight and eight. But which is typical. this is you know yeah yeah we all I'm always of of an eight and eight if I expect the worst out of my team. Mm-hmm. But, um, when it when it comes to you know Dak's accuracy, you know that's something that this it, is just something that has to be talked about every single day. I mean mm-hmm. because when you see him play. You you see those fifteen yard passes, you see those other passes, but the only way I can see Dak throwing a deep pass and it's a perfect pass, like you're saying, is if he's wide open. Wide. Because that was a you know wide open, and mm-hmm. there was a few times where Dez Bryant uh, had got Janoris Jenkins when he mm-hmm. was with mm-hmm. the Giants and when Jenkins was with the Rams, mm-hmm. and um, Dez caught the Dez caught one of those deep balls when he was with uh, playing against the Rams, but that that Giants um, you know team that he was with. Janoris Jenkins got cooked so many times and mm-hmm. Dez was burning him and Dak mm-hmm. never found him. So yeah. Dak never took him. So, and, and nine times out of ten, he wasn't even looking over there. So, yeah. you know. Just- <laughs> you know, and then, you know, we have, 
we have some deep threats. We've been, you know, experimenting with Michael Gallup, you know, the rookie from Colorado State. So mm-hmm. if Dak and Gallup can get on the same page, I think, you know, you will see, you know, some deep passes. But like I said, it has to be if Gallup, you know, yeah. like, yeah, if Gallup cooks the, re- the the defender where you can see him wide open. And he has time to send a tweet. It. If he has time to send right. a tweet, Dak will throw him the ball. If he does not have time <laughs> yeah. to send a tweet. It's not going to get there. But there have been some rumors as to who might be looking um, Dak's way. Timmy and I totally disagree on where he should go. Um, But, Mm. Timmy, kind of tell the people what the rumors, the rumor mills are stirring up regarding Dak. Uh, Dak or Dez? Oh, did I say Dak? My bad. Regarding (laughs) Dez. Well, um, the... The New England Patriots are dealing with a whole lot of wide receiver issue. Um, Eric Decker has announced his retirement mm-hmm. over the weekend, uh, that he will retire as, as a, a New England Patriot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Edelman is serving a four-game suspension for performance-enhancing drugs. And they released Kenny Britt over the weekend as well. Mm-hmm. So with my, with my issue is uh, if the Patriots give Dez maybe the minimum, you know, I think Dez is going to take that because you know how well the Patriots like to, uh, you know, hand those contracts out to where they give you the minimum. You know, Wes yeah, Welker. What's the what's the veteran all minimum? All those other though? guys got the. Uh, the veteran, see, minimum, the the veteran minimum is like for ten years. How long is how long has Dez been in the league? For seven years. So the ten year minimum on a veteran contract, I believe, is only like two million. Yeah, I, w- I would say like you know, if, if, in, in between if anywhere from one to three million. I'm so, not. I'm not taking that. I'm, you're not even. In, yeah, you're not. You're not taking that plan for the Patriots. No, hell no, and I, hell no. That's like a Randy. No. Mo- that's like a Randy Moss contract. Like I, Randy Moss was was a helmet catch away from winning <laughs> the Super Bowl. So I mean. You know, Des Bryant could roll the dice with that, and he know he has Tom Brady back there. So, and so you're Kelsey. saying, you're saying, you're saying, don't take. Almost five million with the Browns, but take one to three million with the Patriots simply because they're the Patriots. That's that's your thing. Well, and plus you have you have more productivity in in the offense. Is you know working with Tom Brady. I agree. I agree. But there's a there's there's the Patriots, in my opinion, are a perfectly dysfunctional system, which means they work perfectly. But then you have you have people like you know. There's there's all kinds of you know Tom Brady just hung up on a radio interview over over the last couple of days yeah, because they but, were asking yeah, him about his probably, trainer mm-hmm. and these are legit questions because you have Edelman that that everyone including Edelman and Brady are swearing mm-hmm. by it that's like oh they're the reason my body is blah 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 but now you're suspended right. for performing enhancement st- drugs they had to kick so the dude off on? they had to kick the dude off the plane and now Belichick don't want him on the yeah. sideline and now you don't want to answer questions about him and so I think that if you're in that system it's kind of like being you know in an abusive household <laughs> like you can okay, you can you, okay. can you can present a united right. front from the inside because you know you're used to it but when you're not okay. and you get in there i just again this goes back to des and again i just want to say this i think that the patriot is a perfectly dysfunctional system i think they are dysfunctional mm, but perfectly i think it, dysfunctional i like that but it's perfect <laughs> it, it works you know what i mean so you have to make sure right, that you get right, somebody right. in there who's willing to deal with with the dysfunction and and Des, in my opinion doesn't right. doesn't do well when things don't go his way i personally where i would like him to go is the jags because mm. 
Okay. He has okay. Um, nothing to lose there. It, you know, again, it's like the Browns. Mm-hmm. You know, you have nothing to lose right. there. Every, you're right. going to be at the top of the upper echelon no matter what you do. For the Browns, you're going to be mm-hmm. at the top in, no matter what you do for the Jags. And I think that the Jags would be a system. I think he could go in there and kind of turn that system around. I also think that being in a situation where you feel appreciated, and I think that's what that mm-hmm. what Des needs. I keep getting them Dak and Des, but I think that's what Des needs is to feel appreciated, especially coming from a system where he thought he was, just to find out he right. wasn't. That's a shot to his ego. Right. I think he needs to be in a system where he feels appreciated instead of a perfectly dysfunctional system where they're quick to tell you, "We don't need you, man. We don't need you." At mm-hmm. this point, I don't even think it comes down to talent. I think it comes back to what Des needs emotionally to be effective yeah i think i think one thing with des is um you know he always uh says this that he's controlling his emotions and he's working on that you know and there's some times to where you know you've seen that in the cowboys locker well not locker room but on the sidelines to where you know he won't he won't say too much anymore or you know he'll have a few little blow up but then he'll just leave it alone and then um you know it will it will just trickle down from there but if he goes to the Jags, you know, he has to remember that he has a quarterback in Blake Bortles True. that kind of seems like the same as Dak Prescott. I mean, if you really mm. want to get with the numbers. I True. mean, so the accuracy and like the way, you know, like the style of play, I mean, it kind of seems the same as just Dak is probably faster on his feet. But so let's let's throw you, out when, a let's throw it, out a hypothetical. Ahead. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So let's say the Patriots give him I don't know, let's just say $2 million, right? Let's say the Patriots want to give him okay. $2 million, but okay. the Jags want to give him 8 Where would Timmy, Des Bryant's agent, <laughs> tell him to go? And mm. why? Uh, I would... I would I would take into consideration both sides of the field, which is offense and defense, when mm-hmm. it comes to you know that decision. Mm-hmm. Now uh, you know you have Jalen Ramsey, AJ Bouye, and the Jaguars defense over there. They can you know put you in positions to where you can get some numbers up, score it up. So in this in, during this uh, you know time in in the season about to start. I would have to go to the Jags. I would choose the Jags because of one of these, because of this, because of this reason and this reason only. The Jags showed a lot of potential last year mm-hmm. in going into the playoffs. You know, they came up short, of course, playing with against the Patriots. But um, if um, if I would if I would make my decision in the agent, I would go with the Jags and see if I can get some incentives. Mm-hmm. See if something can happen to where, you know, um, you know, these these other, you know, the incentives can get can get into my hands or, you know, get into my contract because Jaguars, you know, they got they can they can put move some of that money around if if, if they choose to. So I, right. I think that'll be my decision. You know, and then there's an indication, I mean not an indication, but there's a possibility that he can get another contract extension because not a lot of players from the Patriots get extensions. True. They get the one years and they're gone. Okay. Um, but let's move on. Let's now. Mm-hmm. This preseason's almost over. Um, preseason's almost over. Like right. we said, the the regular season starts on the ninth. But can we talk mm-hmm. about these injuries that we have seen throughout oh, the preseason? Man, um, man so tough. 
the Vikings have six in, in game two of the preseason. Vikings got six injuries. Three of them were carted off the field. Um, and I still don't know how mm. to update on some of those. But the biggest injury so far in the preseason um, came for the Jags with their wide receiver, uh, Marquise yes. Lee. And right. that hit DeMonte Kazee grabbed him by the leg and and it was just this weird twist where you're like i'm pretty sure the body's not supposed to bend like that um so yeah <laughs> yeah it was one of those you know i mean it was i know the type of tackle he was attempting to do mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. now these dbs and safeties are really wrapping you up and kind of like rolling you around like alligators you know what right. i'm saying they do an alligator roll to make sure you get down so i think that's what maybe caused his knee to go over there the other way. For him to go out and for him to have that type of uh, season that he was, you know, expecting to have. Yeah. You know, it just sucks that it sucks that he had to go out like that and uh, have have this injury because you know he was on the up and up. You know, you have these these younger guys that are looking to come up. So for Marquise to get hurt, you know, that just leaves a window open for a whole lot of more guys to call. <coughs> Damn. Yeah, hint, hint, wink, wink, hint, hint, wink, 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 Right. And and they're speaking from for themselves and they said, you know, with all these rules now, you're just afraid mm-hmm. to get called for, you know, helmet to helmet, so you do go low. Right. And he goes, and so right. you, if you're gonna be mad at somebody, you gotta be mad at the NFL. And then DeMonte yeah. was, he did get penal penalized for lowering his head to initiate contact. But the funny thing is, mm-hmm. that's not what caused the injury. What caused the injury is he was trying not to initiate this helmet to helmet contact and grabbed him low. Right. So right. It, it it comes into this is this is probably the definition of doing too much. Like I understand the NFL mm-hmm. wants people to be safe, but you've in- implemented rules that have caused people to deviate from first of all what they've been taught since Pop Warner and second of all right. just the natural way of tackling and now they're they're just they're overthinking it and they're I've seen some hits in this preseason that I have not seen before. And I'm like, why are y'all hitting people like this? But again, it goes back to (laughs) because they're overthinking You're going to pretty much have people turning their backs to hit you now. It's like, forget the helmet. Now I'm going to just turn my back and just run into you. It's like, dang. I literally saw that. I literally saw a safety like (laughs) was about to do this perfectly textbook hit. And he, he clearly Mm -hmm. had a thought and then he turned and like tried to like, Ram the dude with his shoulder instead of yeah, like wrapping shoulder. him up. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I was like, what you are know you what? doing? That hit, but that hit jarred the ball loose. Yeah, it, it did. Jarred the ball loose it and caught a fumble. But when you when you were taught, you know, uh when you were coming up was you gotta put your helmet on the ball. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. they don't want you to even do that because you don't want you to leave with your head. But my concern so, yeah. is it was like even though that did that did draw the ball loose. Mm-hmm. My concern is this. Those split second decisions could end up like what we saw mm. happen to Marquise because right. you have right. to not. And it, and it could be you. You know, you have to all of a sudden mm-hmm. be in this full speed. I'm ready to hit this person this way and then have this snap decision. Oh, no, I can't. And turn your body. And now everybody's in a in a jacked up position. You know what I mean? So. Right. 
I don't I don't know what the NFL is going to do. Um, I know a lot of owners around the league are blaming it on a four game preseason. I have been anti a four game preseason my entire life just because why? Man, they should just play two. Yep. I have said that since I was a kid. Two games. Yep. Don't put your starters in. Just have everybody who's trying Mm -hmm. to make the team. Because that's all preseason is for. You're just trying to figure out your depth chart. You're not, you know, your starters are your starters. That's not going to change. You're trying to figure out your depth chart. Jerry Jones did say that as well. And he said he would rather play an 18-game season. 18-game season. Right. And of course, right. as a fan, you're like, yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, Let's do yeah, that. I'm all about that, too. You know, so. Right. Two preseason games. That's all you need is really two. But I, I still think. Home, a home game and an away game. That's and, that's, and that's it. Because you need to get the juices flowing on how it feels to play at home, how it feels right. to play away. Let's get it. Like, that's Let's all it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, yeah, straight to the like, point. That's it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I, definitely, I definitely am pro Jerry Jones's idea. Um, I will say this though I don't know If that's going to lessen the number of injuries Because in my opinion I think these injuries that we are seeing Are entirely based On players trying to make Split decisions For Mm -hmm. these new rules I I get it They're in the the interest of safety And I applaud the NFL for trying to keep their Mm -hmm. players safe Because that's just going to You know help the longevity of the NFL but right. you can't, in an effort to try to make players safe, be inadvertently making them unsafe. So, But before we yeah. get out of here, we have a retirement that I want to um, um, address really quickly. Ginobili. Ginobili! I, yes, and he spent his entire career with the Spurs and just a joy to watch. The, everyone from the Spurs who, who stays with that organization from, from start yeah. To the yeah. end of their career it's just a joy to watch them on yeah. the court they have such a good system over there and so just wanted Man. to shout him out really quick shout us out yeah congratulations God. yes uh congratulations yeah, on your career step. and uh mm-hmm. and all of your future endeavors also want to real quick say um thoughts and prayers with the the two victims of the shooter at the madden tournament yes um, yeah I will I say got the names of those guys. Yes. What are their names? Yeah, uh, uh, Taylor Robertson mm-hmm. and his gamer tag was spot me, please. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, if you guys know the gamers, you know, the gamer Madden guys out there, Madden nation. And also Eli Clayton and his gamer tag was true boy. Now so, I know um, that you know, the Taylor is a new father. So, um, mm-hmm. You know, thoughts and prayers to his his wife or, yeah. or whatever that situation is and uh, mm-hmm. their child. But I do find it ironic and I'm not trying to trivialize the situation at all. I do find yeah. it ironic that the the organization EA Sports is what, you know, throws this tournament that they felt it necessary to remove Colin Kaepernick's name from their games. Because of his mm. protesting, although he was protesting what's initially gun violence against black people, suddenly find right. themselves in a situation where they are experiencing firsthand senseless gun violence. I find that ironic. Right. Um, right. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, just gun violence in general. In general. You know? Yeah, yeah. But make sure you follow me on all things social media again at jraythefanatic or online at jraythefanatic.com. And you can follow Timmy B at. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Timmy B. Uh, 
leave me comments, mention me, you know, give us shout outs. I know you guys are listening and we thank you every week. We thank you. And we guys hope to see you guys again next week. Football yes. season coming up. And Timmy's birthday is on September 1st. So if you want to send yeah. out a birthday shout out, go ahead and do that at It's Timmy yeah. B I T Z. And say and I'm going to drop <laughs> I'm going to drop a cash app too. So I'm going to get, I need $1. That's it. September right? 1st. One day is the first of the month. One dollar. That's it's it. the first of the month. Guys, have me a dollar, y'all. I'm gonna send out it all out to y'all. Nice. All <laughs> right, you guys. Listening, we'll see y'all next week. Bye.